1: Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at 6
0: on 6.30 Chad. After a week with no football, the Eskimos are back to work this week, getting set for the final two games of the regular season before they head east for the playoffs on November 10th. But first, two games with the Riders. Saskatchewan here on Saturday for the final game of the regular season. Uh, we'll have it for you, of course, here on 6:30, Ched. 3:30 pregame, five o'clock kickoff. The Eskimos and the Riders. It is also 6:30, Ched. Santa's Anonymous night on Saturday, so please bring a toy or a cash donation. Let's bring the coach in now. Jason Moss joins us now. Uh, back for three days this week, Jason. Talking with some of the players, there seems to be a little bit of a reset. Guys seem excited. They, they've clinched the playoff spot. They got a win. They got some rest. The quarterback's coming back. Things seem to be pointing in the right direction right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about it. I mean, you you fight all all year for. For that goal to make the playoffs, and we finally accomplished it with two weeks to go, so there is a reset. I mean, uh, we know where we're, we're, we're going to finish in the standings, no matter what happens and transpires in these next two games. So really, it's about trying to finish strong. Uh, you know, this week for sure at home, um, playing good football. You know, checking off some boxes there and then you know we'll we'll finish off the season in Saskatchewan we know that so you know but ultimately right now the reset button has been set so just a clear mind uh, a clear vision of where we are and where we want to go Um, but definitely proud of the guys, their efforts for the the season. Uh, Obviously, we battled hard to get to the playoffs, and so it's kind of nice to kind of start over and and re-energize yourself. Obviously, getting Trevor back and getting healthier around with everybody is going to help us choose that that roster uh, down the stretch. But again, just this week, we were focused on just winning a game at home uh, against a really good competition.
0: Uh, how was your bye week? The first two bye weeks of the year uh, were after losses and I know for a coach it's obviously tough to take. For everybody it's tough to take. Uh, you got a win, you clinched the playoff spot. Did you get some relaxing time in?
1: Yeah absolutely. I um, got to stay in town. I mean the, one of the things I wanted to do this year was just stay in town and being able to spend more time with my family and I was able to accomplish that. Um, my daughter and I went out hunting again and uh, we had a good time together. So, you know, that's uh, important for me and to, to kind of decompress from football as well and spend time with them. And, you know, obviously getting to watch my son play soccer and watch him wrestle and things like that is it's stuff I love to do. And uh, obviously any time you can spend with your wife is always good as well. So, you know, for me, family time is the, the, the most important thing. Um, uh, it allows you to kind of decompress, like I said, and have a clear mind coming back.
0: And you told me you went hunting and you brought some food home.
1: Yeah, my daughter got her first buck. Um, she's been hunting quite a bit with me, and this year she's she's been successful. Finally, harvesting a couple animals, and very proud of her, and uh, probably one of the proudest moments I've ever had as a as a father. And uh, excited for her, and and all that.
0: All right, Trevor Harris uh, activated off the six game injury list. Looks like he's ready to play after a, a long break. First off, three days of practice this week. How's he looked?
1: Um, he's looked good. I mean, uh, you know, I know he's going to get better as the week goes on. You know there has been no setbacks whatsoever. So giving him the the final extra week or two weeks with the buy uh, has definitely helped. It's, it's, it's done his job. Uh, he's worked hard to get back. So you know I know he's not quite where he left off before the injury just yet, but it's getting close. And uh, you know I think he figured out some things later in our practice today, just kind of tweaking with his throwing motion a little bit or his hands on the placement on the ball or whatever, uh, because it's been so long. I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit of that uh, to get back in that groove. And I felt like the, the last period he, he found that again. And after practice, watching him throw and uh, you know, trying to, to work on some things, I, th- I think he's figured it out. So shouldn't expect anything um, coming back tomorrow other than him getting better.
0: Uh, he's a vet. He's been around for a long time, but he's never gone through this. Obviously, it's tough to, to come back, especially at this time of the season where you're two weeks away from the playoffs and you've got to be at the top of your game.
1: Yeah, I mean, anytime you're dealing with throwing uh, injury to your throwing shoulder or throwing hand or arm or anything like that that affects your throwing motion, I mean, it's difficult, particularly the first time you're really truly going through something as bad as it was. Because anytime it takes you away from throwing the ball, that's that's hard. It's hard mentally and it's hard physically, obviously, to overcome. So, you know, ultimately, this time of year, you'd like to have played all of the games and gotten all the the reps and, and all that, because every rep you take helps you at some point down the road. But you know, that being said, Trevor works extremely hard in the film room. Um, all the reps he took early in the season he's taken throughout his career is going to help him down the stretch, and it's really not going to take him long to get back in there uh, and feeling feeling great, if you ask me. So, really, this week's really good for him. Practicing for the first time in a while, being able to play a full game is going to help him tremendously. And then we expect the the Trevor Harris that we all, you know know, to show up in the playoffs. He had a, he
0: set a pretty high bar the games he played until he got hurt. I mean he was having a fantastic season.
1: Yeah, I mean we were you know he was leading in a lot of categories, um, leading our offense, um, doing it the way you need to do it, um, and then he got hurt and you know we had Logan step in. So you know when Trevor's been playing for us, he's played pretty much lights out through the entire season and I think he played 12 games doing that. So uh, that gives you a little bit of an idea of what he's capable of uh, and I just think he's just going to be better coming back. I mean just as, as soon as he gets back into his groove, groove all those little things you've learned and kind of he also got a chance to rest his body and heal it all up. So the rest of his body is better than it's been all season. It's just getting his arm back to feeling natural again
0: talked to some guys on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, and they both seem, they both, everybody seem to say that having him back, even if you're on defense, it gives you a little bit more swagger, just knowing that he's back and in place and hopefully able to pick up where he left off.
1: Well, I'll just say, I mean, there's a reason guys are starters. I mean, you know, Trevor's here for a reason and anytime you have a backup in playing in a position of the quarterback you know you you can have confidence in him and i think all of us do i mean logan's one help us win two games there's nothing quite like having the guy that you started the season with that pulls the trigger and does the things that that trevor does so i think it does give an added boost to everybody but i think better than anything is before trevor went down Logan, our backup's had him taken a snap all year. And now our backup, if something were to happen to Trevor, I hope our team understands we can win ball games without him. But ultimately, I think we all believe, and, and rightfully so, that you're a stronger team with two guys that have played a lot of football. And both of he and Logan have done that now. And we've both won with both of them. And just Trevor's just, I mean, like I said, there's just a few starting quarterbacks out there that have the experience and have done it and are paid well to do it. And he's one of those guys. So. You know, obviously the the bar is set high when he's he's in there, and I think everyone can feel that.
0: Uh, still with Logan, I know we talked about it last week on the show, but it's worth going back to. I mean, a really gutsy performance, and I think he won a lot of people over with his performance against the BC Lions, especially after getting, getting the tongue bit early in the game and, and fighting through all that. Uh, I think he proved a lot to a lot of people, not just here, but around the league.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I, I that got lost in in what transpired i think um with that game i mean to get in, hit in your mouth early in the games where you have a i mean i don't know if they stitch your tongue together but i mean he definitely could have got stitches in his tongue and uh to do that early in the game take a vicious hit uh stay in there don't miss a play in a game where we needed to win to, to secure a playoff spot against a team that was hot <clears throat> particularly on defense they were playing very good football and Mike was lights out and we knocking Mike out obviously gives us a better chance we all know that but still their defense was playing really good football and Logan was was in there fighting and and making throws and you know we we ultimately if we punch it in on the one yard line and, and kick a field goal, or, you know, on the other deal uh, late in the game, you know, we scored 29 points, and we went 29 to 6, and it's a pretty good performance. But uh, the 19 to 6 doesn't feel quite as good. But Logan's performance in that game, doing what he did, uh, stepping up, I mean, it's tremendous. And anytime you can go 2-2 two two, down the stretch with the teams we've played um, against, I, I think it, it speaks volumes of the, the the performance he did stepping in. Trevor Harris
0: uh returns this week. It uh, doesn't look like uh c g gable will be back missed practice again today uh Shaq Cooper stepped in and every time shaq cooper stepped in he's 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 been very good for you at times uh, a couple of hundred yard games uh I know we talked last week about how well he played in that game obviously you're very comfortable going back to him for a second straight week
1: yeah there's there's no question i I don't when we have anybody that goes in for us, Morley, I don't worry about it at all. I mean, I, I feel like we have guys here that I know can we can win with and we can play with. So our, when I don't like to call our guys backups, but they're, they're the next guy up kind of thing. You know, but we've won with Shaq. Shaq has performed at high levels before. So, you know, we can only, just the way our roster shapes out right now, we can only play put one on the roster and CJ's been that guy you know but if we ever have to go to Shaq I don't think anyone on our team worries I mean he, we know what we're getting with Shaq it's a different dynamic than what CJ brings to the table but they both you know, can carry the load. And uh, he's done a great job anytime he's had to step in there. I think just the way he practices, the way he is a professional in our meeting rooms, all those things, guys like him, you know, guys respond to him. Um, and he's a dynamic, dynamic player, as dynamic as there is in our league, if you ask me. Um, and we know when we put the ball in his hands, great things can happen. Uh,
0: you got a team that's uh, 500 record right now. Uh, we talked earlier about getting their swagger back a little bit. Uh, just tell me your. Your thoughts on on where you are right now and how confident not just you are in the team, but how the team feels to you?
1: Well, I mean, again, when you when you play in the West Division and you make the playoffs coming out of the West, I think that's a pretty big uh, a chore or treat. I mean, uh, we have a very tough division to play in. Um, you know, we battled through this year through injuries, through everything that we've we've done, uh, and to secure a playoff spot with two games left in the season is is great. I mean, uh, I feel like our team. You know, we've fought every game. Um, There's only been a couple of games where it looks like it's out of reach at the end. Um, You know, and even the one I think in Hamilton, I mean, it was a 13-point game with seven minutes to go. So I love the fight in our team. I love our team practices, works hard, all those things, and the closeness that we've talked about all year. um, You know, and obviously as the health, as we're getting healthier down the stretch, I think, yeah, you know, you feel good about... Uh, yourself and you feel good positive going into the, these last couple of games and obviously into the playoffs um, we're a playoff team and, and and that's a big deal and you know obviously we have bigger aspirations than just that so it's going to be a, f- a fun ride from here on out
0: you're listening to the eskimos coaches show with jason moss my name is morley scott we'll be back with more uh, we're brought to you tonight by jiffy Lou, be wise and winterize Back with a coach on the 6.30 Ched Eskimos Coaches Show. Uh, Saturday, 3.30 for the pregame show. 5 o'clock kickoff, the Eskimos and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We'll remind you again, it is uh, 6.30 Chet Santa's anonymous night, so please bring a new unwrapped toy or a cash donation uh, to the game on Saturday. Two games left. Can't move up, can't move down. November 10th, Jason, you're going to Montreal no matter what happens. Does that change at all in any way your approach to the final two games of the season?
1: It doesn't change the approach to the final First, this game. I mean, this is we're playing it with the roster that you know we're picking, and we're you know going out there to say if we're playing a playoff game today, this is the roster most likely we're playing with. You know, there's been there is a couple hard decisions that we've had to make during this week that it could have went either way, and some of it was based on health of, of of other people. We expect some more people to get back by next week and the week after, and we're going to have some different decisions to make. Um, the final week's the final week. I mean, depending on injuries, depending on how this game goes, you know. Uh, It will be different than what this game, the approach is. But nonetheless, like I just said previous, whoever plays, we expect to do great and we expect to win. I mean, we're not going in there just saying, hey, we're going to play six or seven different people and we're going to lay down. That's not the way our locker room is. So whoever's in there is going to play their butts off and we're going to prepare to win. And that's just the way we approach it as coaches and players. It's just you—you you have different decisions you can make based on health and based on who you project to play uh, in the playoffs. Uh, you got to fight human nature a little bit, don't you, in this with your players sometimes? I mean, I—I'll just say this: our focus is on when you're in there, you're playing. It's a hundred percent. You can't—you can't play football any other way. So when your number's called and you're you're on the roster and you're expected to go in there, you don't just. Glide through it. I mean, there, there's no such thing in football. So our guys are, understand that. So when you go in there, you better be ready to play and strap it up. Um, you know, that's just the way we're gonna we are we approach it. I think that's the way football players approach it. Now, obviously, the consequence of losing a game this time of year for us is not the same as it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it's not the same three weeks from now. So the outcome of the game doesn't necessarily affect you as as what it should. But no one likes to get their butts kicked and no one likes to lose. I, I I don't like to lose at anything. So when you prepare and you put the time in, you want to win, you want to be successful doing it. And that's the message for all of our players. You know, at the end of the day, you're Eskimos, we're an organization, we want to win. So whoever we're putting out there, that's what we expect.
0: Kind of a weird situation for you going into the playoffs. It's not often three to four weeks before the playoffs begin. You know who you're playing and where you're playing. Uh, do you like the fact that you have extra time to prepare for Montreal?
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I I love it and I but they have the same time as prepare, prepare for us. So this it's a moot point in that respect. I think you know you're going to have both sides ready and prepared. We're uh, we're both more than capable of winning that game. So at the end of the day, we've just got to go in there. It's nice to know the opponent we we're able to prepare, we're able to do all those things, but at the end of the day it's going to come down to us playing against them and the best team's going to win that night. Before that, of course,
0: you have Saskatchewan twice starting Saturday on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Cody Fajardo's been a pretty good story this year in the CFL. He got his new contract this year from from where he's been in previous years to where he started this year to to where he is now. He's he's fashioning quite a tale, isn't he?
1: Yeah, it's been a remarkable story for him. And you know, you, you like to root for a guy that's stuck it out. Um, you know, for the number of years he's been in the league and not really been given that true opportunity uh, to lead a team. Uh, obviously you could see what a guy's capable of when given an op- a real opportunity so uh, kudos to him to to fight and to continue to work hard and 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 believe because at the end of the day that's what it takes and you know he's obviously got the skill set and and doing well and Got a lot of confidence, and I think you can see this. Sask has a lot of confidence in him. So, you know, he's a dangerous, dangerous quarterback because he can throw it all over and he can run it. So uh, he's done a tremendous job for them. It's going to be exciting to, to play against him. Yeah, he's got uh, some pretty
0: good receivers, too, and a, and a real good running back as well. Their offense uh, with him there is, is firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, they've been all season. So uh, McAdoo's done a great job with those guys, um, getting them prepared every week, and um, You know, you're right. They got weapons all over the place. They're they're very dynamic. I think in a number of positions. So and they they obviously play for each other and play well together. So uh, it's going to be a tall order for our defense. But I like our chances. I like the way our defense plays football. I like the aggressive style that we play, and that'll hopefully keep them in check. Uh, What about their defense?
0: Uh, The Riders lost their DC, obviously, and Chris Jones uh, during the off season. Uh, How? Different is their style now. They still seem to be pretty effective.
1: Yeah, I don't know that it's a whole lot different. I mean, you know, Shives has worked under Jonesy. He's been with Lolly. I mean, they've worked together. They He understands how to affect a quarterback and, you know, how to get a defensive secondary to play with different guys back there and things like that. Um, he, you know, he he has a tremendous, you know, knowing knowing Jason and I coach with him in Toronto, so I, I know a bit about him, the man, and you know he's done a tremendous job with those guys. So, um, you know, they they do a little bit different stuff, they don't, um, but it's very similar in my my um, looking at it, um, and you can tell that that he's put a stamp on certain things. But ultimately, he's successful, and, he, and I think he, the apple doesn't fall far, too far from the tree there. So, you know, he, he's done a tremendous job leading that defense and, and getting them to play at a high level every week. Uh, we mentioned earlier that the Eskimos can't move up or down the standings. The Riders
0: can. They're still in the race for first place. They can clinch a home playoff spot with one more win this year. Do you like the fact that you'll be tested against a team that is playing for something and will bring their best?
1: Yeah, I mean, I again, I mean... We haven't played them yet this year, so to play them this, this time of year, even when you looked at the schedule, you didn't know what it was going to mean when you played them. Uh, the fact that we can't, it doesn't affect us one way or the other, doesn't mean a whole lot to me, and I don't think it means a lot to our team. We just want to beat them, and uh, the fact that it means everything to them, I mean, that's that's a great thing, so that's a feather in your cap if you can beat them with everything to go in their favor and nothing really to, to really play for, for yourself. Um, you know. But ultimately, we just want to win a game, and uh, I think it's... Uh, it's great that you know that they'll they'll be playing their at their best and you know we're, it's a great challenge for us it's something we need I think we need to, to be playing against these teams this time of year and um, to know what it's like to play another playoff team
0: a weird situation as you mentioned last uh, two games of the year. It's the first two games you play against Saskatchewan. How far back do you go video when you're watching them? Do you, uh, obviously, you've been collecting all season long, I assume, but how far back do you go as you prepare for this one?
1: I mean, usually it's a four-game breakdown, but you can probably double that just the amount of time with the bye week and, and whatnot. So you just look at different things um, throughout the year, but, you know, and there's different parts of the field that you can go further back. But ultimately, you know, the beginning of the year, they have different people playing than Later in the year, so you know their secondary is a little bit different, um, but ultimately, you know that's what you're you're looking at. You're looking at the the continuity that they have. Um, obviously, like I said, the last four games is generally what we go off of. Then you pick and choose some other teams that you like to to look at uh, for ideas. But you know, ultimately, it's it's a it's a little bit more just because of the fact that we had a bye week, uh, not necessarily the fact that we just haven't played them at all.
0: All right, uh, that's it for tonight. Uh, Reminder, game starts at 5 o'clock on Saturday, 3.30 for the countdown to kickoff here on 6.30 Chid. And once again, we'll remind you, it is 6.30 Chid, Santa's anonymous night. Uh, so please bring a new unwrapped toy or a cash donation uh, to hand in when you come into the stadium or take the toy right down and put it on the, uh, put it on the field uh, throughout the game. Uh, Jason, thanks for your time as always. Uh, good luck to you this week. No problem. Thanks, Marley. All right, uh, that's the coach's show for tonight. Have a great night, everybody.